Hello! This is the Bible in Fewer Words. We are Carol and Steve Wells. This is episode 114, 1 Samuel chapter 25. If you enjoy this podcast, consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash bfw. Hi, Steve. Hi, Carol. Chapter 25. How many are there in 1 Samuel? 31, I think. It's kind of slow, but we're moving. We're on the downslope. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Because I'm getting a little tired of David. Oh, well, we're going to have him for a while. Oh, darn it. Yeah, but David's on the run, right? Yes. Saul's still king, and he knows he's after David. Mm -hmm. And maybe we'll have a little encounter with Jonathan this time. Jonathan and David. Uh Yeah, we will, I think. (laughs) Chapter 25, verse 1. Samuel died, and all the Israelites gathered and buried him in his house at Ramah. So are they going to bury him in the house at Ramah? <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> I checked, and it does say in, in his house at Ramah. So I don't know if they're just going to dig like right through the floor, uh, yeah. bury him right there. I don't know if they mean it or not. Okay, so maybe they just mean they're going to view him in the house and then have him be somewhere else. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Okay. David went into the wilderness of Paran. Verse 2. Nabal was a wealthy man who was married to a beautiful and intelligent woman named Abigail. Yeah, Abigail. That's a common name, isn't it? Yes, it is. And to say that she's beautiful and intelligent. Yeah, it didn't actually use intelligent, (laughs) (laughs) but it did seem to imply that. Okay. Yeah. David heard that Nabal was shearing his sheep. So he sent ten young men to Carmel. He told them to deliver this message to Nabal. So David is in the wilderness of Paran with his discontented army. And now he says, hey, there's this guy there sharing his sheep. So maybe I should just send, he's sending spies to them? Oh, no. No? No, it's not spies. When he says his young men, mm-hmm. those are really his executioners. Those are the people that are going to do the bad stuff. Oh. Those are the people that go and collect the fees you have to collect because we're protecting you. Oh, yeah. You, know, you need to pay up. <laughs> That's who the young men always are when they talk about when sending young men. Okay. You don't want young men coming to the door. No. I guess I didn't realize that. So David is... Kind of a... He's a mob boss. He's a mob boss. Yeah. He's protecting people. Oh. Uh, you know, if they cooperate. Okay. Um, so he told them to deliver this message to Nabal. I hear you have shears and shepherds. We haven't hurt them or taken anything from them. Give us and David whatever you have. Nabal said, Who is David? I've never heard of him. He's going to hear about him now. Do you expect me to take the food that I need to provide for my workers and give it to total strangers? So David's young men returned to David and told him what Nabal had said. When David heard this, he and 400 of his men girded their swords and went to visit him. Ah, girded their swords. They are bringing him a present. Yeah. (laughs) Shoot. So... A young man who worked for Nabal told Abigail about the encounter between David's men and her husband Nabal. He said, 
They were nice to us and didn't steal anything. They even protected us when we watched the sheep. You need to decide what to do. Otherwise, there's going to be trouble for us. So he's talking to Abigail. Yeah. Nabal's... Very disrespectful of, of her husband. Yeah. So this is Nabal's wife who's supposed to be kind of the boss of the sheep. And he's got workers. And Yeah. yeah. He, but he's defending David. He's saying he didn't do anything, didn't take anything. He was mm -hmm. nice to us. So he's saying, he finishes by saying, Our master Nabal is such a son of Belial that no one can talk to him. Uh-oh. That's like a, an SOB. It is, yeah. So he's calling his boss an SOB. He is. To his wife. Yeah. And I think a son of Belial is worse than an SOB. I think as so. As we think of it today. What's Abigail going to think about that now? This guy calling her husband a, a, an Well, you'd SOB. think she'd be upset. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like she is, if you go on. So Abigail gathered 200 loaves of bread, two bottles of wine, five sheep ready to cook, five measures of grain, a hundred clusters of raisins, and 200 fig cakes, and loaded it all on donkeys. I wonder what she's going to do with that. Ah, that's, she's going to try to appease David. Oh. She told her servants to go ahead of her. She would come later. But she didn't tell her husband Nabal where she was going. Hmm. On her way, she met David, who said, I've been protecting you and your husband and didn't take anything from him, but he's paid my kindness to him with evil. Before morning, I'll kill every one of his men who pisses against a wall. <laughs> okay, that's a funny expression. It's used fairly often in the Bible. And everybody pees. Well, yeah, it's, it's pretty clear what he's talking about. He's saying every man. Oh. Because men, I guess... Be against walls. <laughs> I don't women think women do. I don't know. Or something. I, I don't know where, where women put pee. <laughs> but yeah, but men do it against the wall. So okay. he's going to kill all the men. Huh. Or he was going to, anyway. Yeah. Verse 23. Abigail got off her donkey, fell on her face, and said to him, Don't let that stupid man of Belial, husband of mine, bother you. Steve. Is that what it says in the Bible? Yes, it is. Do you want me to actually read what it says in the Bible? Yes. Okay. It's a lot more flowery than that, but uh -huh. I think it says the same thing. Let not my Lord, I pray thee, regard this man of Belial, even Nabal, as his name is, so is he. Nabal is his name, and folly is with him. But I, thine handmaid, saw not the young men of my Lord whom thou didn't send. So, yeah, she's saying, no, don't be upset by my son of Belial, husband of mine, mm -hmm. right? Who's kind of foolish. Yeah, he's an idiot. Don't let him bother you. She's speaking badly here about her husband, for sure. Okay. And she does call him a man of Belial. Yes, Same as the does. son of Belial. You have every right to kill him and all of his people for his ingratitude, but God has somehow graciously restrained you. You are the greatest person ever. <laughs> God will soon kill all of your enemies and make you king. When you've dealt with my stupid husband, remember me. So she's essentially saying, go ahead and kill my husband. Yeah. Oh, my right. goodness. She is. And here's all this stuff you can have. 
Yeah. And here I am, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Remember me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's this wine and loaves of bread yeah. and a bunch of Raisin stuff. cakes. It's, yes. it's all good. Yeah. yeah. Then David said to Abigail, Blessed be God who sent you to me. Blessed be your advice to me. And blessed be you for keeping me from killing a bunch of people today. <laughs> <laughs> because if you hadn't have come to me, I would have killed everyone in Nabal's household that pisses against a wall. All the men, I guess. Uh huh. So David accepted Abigail's gift and said, Go in peace to your house. I'll do what you asked of me. I'm not sure what he asked, what she asked him. She might have been asking, just kill my husband and take me. Uh huh. Kind of sounded like it. Yeah, kill does. that SOB husband of mine. Yeah. And remember me. Uh huh. You know. So he's not going to kill all the men that he had planned to? Well, we'll see. Uh, okay. When Abigail got home, Nabal was having a feast. He was very drunk. So Abigail didn't tell him about her meeting with David until he sobered up. The next morning when she told him, Nabal's heart died within him, and he became as quiet as a stone. Then, about ten days later, God killed him. God killed him? Yeah. Ha. Huh. Yeah, God killed him. David didn't have to do it. God did it. God was in on this. He was in on it from the beginning. Yeah, it sounds like it. It's weird. I mean, it's not like David said, you know, would you deliver him into my hands? No, and David certainly, with 400 guys there, he could have killed him himself, and then Mm -hmm. God wouldn't have at least been totally to blame for it, right? Yeah. But no, God killed him. All right. And that's, that's what the Bible says, verse 38, he says. So verse 39, when David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, blessed be God. (laughs) And he sent for Abigail. Abigail bowed her face to the ground and said, let me be David's handmaid who will wash the feet of the servants of David. Then she got on her donkey, collected five of her damsels and rode off to become David's wife. Just like that. Yeah. Meanwhile, David also took another wife. What? Yeah. A Hinnom of Jezreel. Yeah. And this is interesting. Before you'd asked me about uh, who was Saul's wife. Uh-huh. Her name is Ahinom. And, and so people wonder. Uh-huh. It's not really clear, but it could be that Ahinom is becoming David's wife. Ahinom is also Jonathan's mother. So Jonathan... And David are having this kind of thing going on <laughs> while David is also marrying Jonathan's mom. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I don't know. It may be a different a, a Hinnom. We don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know anyway. But isn't there like a rule about having sex with someone and their mother and you need to burn them all? Oh, yeah. There is. <laughs> I don't think there's... <laughs> if David and Jonathan actually had sex... Uh-huh then they'd have to be killed because of Leviticus 20.13 says yes. that, right? Yes, If If you had sex with a woman and her mother, uh-huh. then you'd have to burn all three. But here it's possible. A different thing. Yes. Yeah. Here it's possible he's having sex with a man and her mother and his mother. <laughs> yeah, it, it could be. <laughs> all right. Well, But the Bible never says that Jonathan and David did uh, that. Uh-huh. They just kissed. And That's exceeded. All. They exceeded. He exceeded. He exceeded. We don't know what that means. Okay. Um, And the last line is, And Saul gave his first wife, Michael, to a man named Falti. Fatiel. I think it's Fatiel. 
so, but Steve, how come all of a sudden we're talking about Saul here? Because we were just talking about David taking uh, another wife. Just thrown in. You know, we're talking about David's wives. So okay. David's first wife was Michael. Oh, the that's one right. that he bought with 200 Philistine foreskins. Uh-huh. Saul's daughter. Yes. And now, you know, David's left, running away from Saul. Mm-hmm. And his wife. Get she away. helped him get away. So Saul was probably mad at her, too. You know, yeah. like, and so I think that Saul gave her to another man, maybe just to spite David, or, or maybe because he thought that David had abandoned her, and so she needs a husband, so I'm going to give her... You know, you guys are divorced. Give you another, another, another man. Anyway, okay. he did that. Okay. So David's he's got a bunch more wives uh, than he had before this incident, right? I don't know if he's going to get all five of uh, her damsels or not. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely picking up two wives here, right? Yes, he uh, is. Abigail and and uh, Ahino. Uh huh. Okay. Well, what a score for David. Yeah, it's it worked out well for him. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well. This was uh, kind of an exciting episode. Yeah. Thanks for sharing it with me. Sure. And listeners, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.